Welcome everyone to Bite the Bullet. I'm your host, Jay Reese. And man, oh man, I have a good guest for you. And yes, I say that every episode because I do. I honestly believe that I do. This lady is a personal close friend of mine. And since day one, we have just clicked and she is just awesome. And I'm so excited to bring her and her knowledge and her pearls of wisdom that she's going to be dropping for all of you today. But let me stop um, babbling on and let me go ahead and give her a proper intro. Jenny Ma is a formal legal professional who today is the founder of Mindful Health Integrative Counseling and Coaching a holistic and mindful-based clinic that offers clients all over the world the opportunity to live their best lives. Her real talk approach and talk therapy has allowed her to connect with people globally. Jenny is just has just released a new ebook called Vegan Vibe and is set to launch her own podcast and YouTube show this year. Aside from running her online clinic, she also runs a number of small businesses on the side and enjoys acting part-time. Her motto is, life is for living, and loves helping others find their passion in life. So do me a favor, and let's welcome my friend, Jenny Moe! <laughs> Hello, Jenny! Hey, Jay, what's up? It is good in the hood, as they say, back in the 90s. Back in the 90s. The 80s are still the best, though, I have to say. 80s were. I'm a a 90s child. I mean, I was born in the 80s, but I'm a 90s child. I love my, don't get me wrong, I I love some 80s stuff, but the 90s, that's home for me. That's my heart. (laughs) Nice mug. I like the legacy mug. That, yo, you know, you got to rep. You got to, um, I don't have any sponsorships yet. So, you know, you got to do what you can do. Yeah. I love the merch. <laughs> so let me go ahead and ask. I read off the intro that you have a mindful health clinic, right? Yes. Would you care to elaborate a little bit on what, what your clinic is and what it does for people? Yeah. So we offer, all of our services are offered online. And our clinic has a little bit of a different approach um, in terms of helping people out, finding their true passion, supporting their mind, body, and spirit. I wanted to approach therapy and helping people um, from a holistic perspective. Mm. So that idea of getting sort of outside the box and getting out of the office and, you know, just so happens that COVID sort of put us in that in that position (laughs) automatically where we're not really going out that much. Um, A lot of things are being done online, but I really wanted to support people uh, with a a mindful, holistic, nature-based approach. I think a lot can be gained and a lot can be realized um, when you're out in nature and you're exploring the world around you, when you have Mm -hmm. a mindful, mindful approach to healing and self self personal um, personal growth and self healing and um, figuring out who you are and how to deal with life and things that come along with life and you know what I found was a lot of people just really um, needed to talk they just really mm. wanted to talk, talk things out just have a mm. good talk session and I mean we all know it's you know we've all been there and sometimes we call that friend or that family member that confidant right. and you know mm. we have we have a good you know talk session and just talk about things that are bothering us and 
um, how good that feels to, to have a safe space to talk to somebody mm -hmm. about the challenges that we're going through. And those challenges can be different for everybody. It could be something as, you know, um, like depression or anxiety, or it could just be things like, you know, I'm feeling overwhelmed with, you know, seeing my family or I'm not sure where I'm headed in life or I feel mm -hmm. stuck or I've got all these business ideas and I just need someone I can trust to sort of like think of brainstorm some ideas. Um, you know, and some people just, some people just need to talk and just want somebody to listen. So, um, you know, we're here. We also offer uh, mindful music, which is a really great approach to healing um, and self-discovery. And how we do that is we connect the music with a certain frequency. And there are certain frequencies mm. that are tied to us at a cellular level. So they help to support us at a cellular level and help us to right. release um, feelings and toxins and elevate the mood and we all know that too i mean you put on a good song on a radio and it strikes you right so uh -huh, right head for certain frequencies there um and so yeah so we just try to reach people from a holistic point of view and support mm -hmm. them mind body and spirit um as opposed to sort of just labeling them with um you know a condition or a diagnosis right. and um mm -hmm putting a band-aid solution on top, we try to like really encourage self-discovery and healing uh, in, a, in a supportive way. So that's a little bit about what we do. And all of our services are offline, are online, so people can book mm -hmm. their sessions online and be in the comfort of their own home, or um, if they prefer a nature-based session, um, mm -hmm. we can do a, a video session and I can be out in, you know, in nature. There's some really great um hiking spots around here so just to have that visual as well so well it it seems like there has been a real push for telehealth services mm -hmm. uh, everything online uh virtual mediums so far so um you mentioned earlier about like 2020 has kind of propelled or helped <laughs> expedite this process <laughs> right yeah. so have you found any challenges in 2020 with your clinic? Because I know you were saying also that you have services where people can go out in nature, which I think is like phenomenal. I wish my doctor would say, hey, let's, instead of in the office, let's go out by the park or something. But yeah. have you found any challenges in 2020? Yeah, so that was something that was initially on, on the schedule was to have sessions outside and have sessions, mm -hmm. you know, sort of on a hike or go for a walk, you know, because it, it, being out in nature, you really get a chance to have a good, you know, breather. And it, you really have a chance to get a lot of things out and clear your mind. So it often makes the session a little bit more successful in terms of feeling like people have, you know, got a lot off their chest kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, and we initially started off by um, offering hiking events too, where we would do a hike and a med meditation. So we would go for, we'd meet at a certain location and um, we would go for about an hour hike and then have a meditative session in between, mm. a little bit of a talk therapy session and then finish off the hike. But as you know, with the COVID, the social distancing and all of that stuff has played a role. So right. that, that's probably been the biggest challenge. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, people are people enjoy doing things online. So that's that's mm -hmm. been okay. That's been good for us. Um, but I, I find too, when you talk of challenges, um, it's coming about now that it's sort of the older generation, um, mm -hmm. the senior population, or right. the um, the empty nesters, as we would put mm -hmm. it. So, 
the parents who, you know, their kids have gone off to school or have moved out right. or whatever. Um, we're finding that they're really sort of struggling with um, mm. their mental health and feeling alone. Um, yeah. And they're they're not so inclined to reach out for help. So what we really want to encourage people is that, you know, especially with the vision for our clinic being, you mm-hmm. know, holistic is that, hey, there's no stigma. We all have some form mm-hmm. of mental health, um, you know, and we want to change the narrative from mental illness to mental health, right? Mm-hmm. And mental health can be, you know, is a, such a broad spectrum. It can be anything from right. just feeling down and mm-hmm. feeling, you know, lonely and sad or feeling mm-hmm. stressed or can be something, you know, totally opposite end of the uh, end of the scale. So there really is no stigma and what we find is that in all cases in all situations in all families and all mm-hmm. um individual experiences is that talking really helps it's mm. really helpful to talk and get things out so um the challenges were you know the the events the in-person events like the hiking mm-hmm. um uh, and then people some some you know generations um mm-hmm. some pockets of the population feeling that they're sort of hesitant to reach out for help so mm. um yeah so we really want to encourage people just you know just try a session if it's not for you you don't have to book another one but you know try a session see if it helps to talk it out and you know just might you might feel better so no i get that um full disclosure everyone i actually did have two sessions which i will be doing more um it was called the power voice session if i'm Completely correct. Please um, correct me if I'm not. Um, And it was all focused on how to use my voice and bring that power of voice as I'm speaking and talking to everyone. And I found both my sessions awesome. And I'm not just saying that because Jenny is right in front of me, (laughs) but I I really did because when I first started speaking, I found that I would make that, that sound Mm -hmm. a lot. And I realized that all I really needed to do was just swallow. My saliva. <laughs> it was like this pivoty um, moment, and it was just it was it was what it was. But um, yeah, there was other great moments in it too. But as you're saying, it's all about that talking and figure out what your what you feel your problems are, and then finding a solution through talking and some other exercises and stuff like that. So yeah. I'm wondering earlier. Then, you were- I was going to say Diane teaches that class. Um, yeah. So yeah, so Diane is our uh, mindful music teacher uh, that we have on staff and she does the the mindful music piece and the power voice classes so yes um diane was wonderful she was positive and just willing (laughs) and just open every time we got into our session and but i want to backtrack for just a second you mentioned before previously that it's particularly older people who are empty nesters who might be having issue right now with depression and some other things. Mm-hmm. I, I know I don't want you to give away what exactly everything you guys do at the clinic, but are there any helpful tips you might be able to give someone who is dealing with depression or just simply having a hard time because of this year has been quite a challenging year for multiple people. Are there any advice or anything people can do? Yeah. So the first one to, to first thing to consider is, is, acknowledgement so acknowledging that you know what you're not alone um this is a common thing that we're all going through and in terms of something like this pandemic you know we really are in this together um so recognizing that you're not in this alone is one thing first and foremost the next thing is um accepting how you feel 
like mm. acknowledging the thoughts and the feelings that you're having and and really sort of saying okay i i really i'm not going to sweep this under the rug i i really feel this way i'm really acknowledging this um and this is how i'm feeling today then you know from there we want to look at well are these thoughts true are they really true if i'm say for example depressed and i think that um you know i just I, i'm not i'm not going to be able to get up tomorrow mm -hmm. um, i'm really depressed i'm not going to be able to get out of bed okay well is that really true mm -hmm. are you really physically not going to be able to get out of bed or can mm -hmm. you get out of bed and you just don't want to or you don't feel like it right so diving a little bit more into those kinds of things so those would be mm -hmm. some of the, kind of the things that we would explore in a session and really get down to the root um thought process uh in terms of tips um mm -hmm. so you know what we promote is mind body and spirit mm -hmm. uh, we want to get your mind right your body right your spirit right okay. so part of getting your mind right is healthy thinking healthy thinking mm -hmm. healthy thoughts journaling is a great way to be reflective to get mm -hmm. things out to sort of write down everybody talks about a gratitude journal but it really is helpful um you know, listing some of the things that we're, we're grateful for. Um, mm -hmm. Because even though sometimes it feels like everything around us is going wrong, there mm -hmm. are a few things that are going right. And it's important to note those. Mm -hmm. uh, it's important to note how those make you feel. Uh, also, great nutrition. So nutrient-dense foods, things are going to mm -hmm. help, things that are going to, foods that are going to help you know, help you to thrive. Mm -hmm. So you want to avoid, you know, it's so easy to order in right now and I get it. <laughs> right. But we want to avoid, you know, the sugars, the caffeine, mm -hmm. the alcohols, the fast foods, you know, mm -hmm. now is a prime time to sort of get our health back on track and do it from the comfort of our own home. I know you've started a workout plan yourself and that's going really well. That's amazing. Right. I'm very proud of you for that. Oh, um, so diet and exercise is a key mm -hmm. role in, in, in your mental mm -hmm. health as well and physically and mentally and emotionally as well too. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a whole host of different topics that I can get into um, in terms of nutrition, but uh, maybe another show. <laughs> uh, and, then, and then spiritually, um, you know, whether you, I mean, I'm a Christian, but whether you are a non-believer, whether you're a believer, whether you are, you know, you believe in meditation or just, you know, the universe or whatever that may be, a higher power, whatever you believe in is connecting to that, that higher power and knowing that, you know what, the universe has your back. You know, we do offer prayer sessions. We have two wonderful prayer partners on on staff mm -hmm. with us um, who are able to um, pray with you and give you encouragement. And and even if that's not, as I said, you know, you're not a believer, um, they are wonderful, wonderful mm -hmm. uh, support members that we have. Um, and they can just, you know, sort of give you a little bit of encouragement and support your spiritual growth and development. Um, and that's something that's important too to connect with, to connect with something that is sort of bigger than yourself to connect with the universe or whatever you believe in just you know just sort of have um have a belief and a faith in something that that things are going to work out because they will they always will everything will work out and everything will be okay as it's supposed to be so uh, I, I i agree completely and mm -hmm. i don't 
call myself a Christian, but I have, I guess what would be like a Christian base if that's how I was raised and everything. I, I do believe in a higher power and I feel that anytime I go into nature or if I spend moments of just meditating, like there's that connection, there's that spirituality there. And I feel if you're not doing those things, you're, you're missing something in your life. Mm-hmm. And, and, but that's just my belief. I mean, some people might believe something differently, but yeah. f- for me, I think, as you were saying, spirituality is something that everyone should be investing in as a part of their whole health. Right. Yeah. And that can be, that can even be connecting to, to yourself through meditation or yoga or, you know, mindfulness, mindful breathing, mindful practice. So it doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, a certain, you know, denomination of a religious right, yeah. or, or a spiritual belief, but just the connection with something, uh, uh, the energy of a connection. So. No, I agree. And I, 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 like you're saying, I think this could be a whole nother podcast or no, another <laughs> episode. Right? It's so much to unravel there. Um, but also a minute ago, you had, all, we're already speaking about food and I know you have a cookbook that I, that I've been like thumbing through and I can't wait to, to try out some of this stuff. Um, please tell us about a little bit about your vegan cookbook. Cause everyone already knows on this show that I'm vegan. So go yeah. ahead. A vegan cookbook. <laughs> yeah. So I've been vegan for most of my life. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I often post little recipes in here. I am by no means a chef, let me just forewarning. (laughs) (laughs) But I do do make really, like, good little tasty things that people seem to love and always want the recipe for. So um, when I I started posting a few recipes on the Instagram, you know, we have Instagram and Mm -hmm. uh, TikTok and our website as well, too. Um, People were just sort of asking for recipes, and I thought, well, Instead of just rewriting it every time, I'll just maybe put them in a mm-hmm. in a little ebook for everybody. Just you know, something right. to get people who are maybe interested, who aren't vegan, mm-hmm. who are interested in trying some things out that are simple and easy to make. Because y'all right. know that kind of thing, simple and easy to make. I don't have time. Ain't nobody got time to be <laughs> right. Or- Four seven. <laughs> Unless you're a part of the Ramsey household, I don't know. <laughs> you know, so just simple things that are easy to make, but that are really yeah. nutrient dense and good for your gut, mm-hmm. good for your mind, good for your body, and really tasty. So I just thought, well, I just I'll put it in an ebook. So uh, I called it Vegan Vibe, and it's 30 mm-hmm. recipes uh, to get you started. And it's a nice little intro. So even for people like yourself who are well-versed vegans and yeah. probably have like a ton of um, favorite recipes already on your in your arsenal, these are just maybe some little little uh, side dishes or little you mm-hmm. know fun little recipes that maybe you haven't tried before that are still some of my favorites. Uh, really tasty. Yeah. So, well, I yeah. mean, I got I got to tell you though, like uh, two things. The first thing is, is like as a as a vegan. I find that I'm more willing now to go out and just try things. Even if I already have, like you said, like 10 core or 20 core dishes, I love trying new things. So your cookbook came just in time because I'm like, I still got to try these. And then secondly, I love the fact that you notice people were already saying, hey, what's the recipe to that? Or that you notice that people were asking you for something. So you were like, huh, let me go ahead and put this in a tangible form that I could sell this and give it to people. So I I love that. So I I think there's anyone out there, if there are people who are always asking you for something, 
mm-hmm. that might be a place where you can profit or you can gain more experience or just another outlet, right? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm a firm believer that, you know, you got to try everything in life. Like, I'm all about the experience. Right. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, and for the people who really focus on, you know, you have to find your niche, you have to find one yeah. thing and focus on it. For some mm-hmm. people, that's that works for them. And that's great. Yeah. Um, I, I just find for me, I want to at the end of my life, I never want to say I wish I had done that. I always want to say I did mm-hmm. that. And that was great. Yeah. Yeah, I think you and I have had conversations previously about trying different things or just not wanting to fit in a particular mold, right? Yeah, I, I feel like I'm the same exact way. Absolutely. And in terms of business too, like, I mean, it's it's great to have multiple streams of income and it's great mm-hmm. to try different things. And, and you know, as, as our friend Soph would say, stick your fingers in different pies. Right, you know, yes. I, I, I don't know if you, I'm a big uh, Gary B fan. Yeah. Um, I, I listen to a lot of his content too. And, mm-hmm. and you know, that's, that's one thing that he supports yeah. too, is just trying everything. You never know what's going to, you know, what you're going to, fall mm-hmm. into what you're going to love and what's going to work and what's really going to be um, helpful for others too. Like the very mm-hmm. thing that you're passionate about could be the very thing that changes somebody else's life, you know? Mm-hmm. And if you had never ventured out and tried it, well then mm-hmm. my gosh, you don't know who you, you, who you could have helped along the way. So just, yeah, go to anytime you have an idea or a creative spark of something, just mm-hmm. go do it, try it. I mean, you know, you never know. It's, you never know where the road's going to take you. So. Oh no, I, I agree completely because there. I think there are so many people who are afraid to go out and try something because it won't be perfect. And mm-hmm. I, I don't think you're advocating anyone to go out and do something perfectly. No. Just go out and try it because you never know, right? Yeah, and I am to add to that point. I am a massive fan of making mistakes. <laughs> yeah, yes. I think that's the only way to learn. I uh, think that um, I continue to make mistakes throughout mm-hmm. life, and I'm happy to do so. Right. Uh, it's one thing that allows you to learn and improve, mm-hmm. and um, and it allows for good conversation and good collaboration uh, with other people and friends. And yeah, so yeah, nobody should strive for perfection. People mm-hmm. should strive for accomplishing a goal, um, you know, making turning a turning a dream into reality. So, however that happens, nothing in life is going to be perfect, and mm-hmm. you know, the idea of perfection is just like you know, objective. Like what one person thinks is perfect, mm-hmm. the other is going to think is half-assed. Yeah. You know. So, um, oh, sorry, I don't know. Do we swear on this show? Can we swear? <laughs> Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there's any regulations yet. Um, I don't know. Most people seem to be very reserved. I had um, one gentleman, he sweared a lot, but it was in the natural flow of his conversation of what he was speaking about. He was talking about when he was in prison and when he got out of prison. And the lingo he was using for when he was in prison was very fouled, (laughs) for lack of better words. And then when he switched to um, talking about when he got out and his change, I noticed I don't know if it was a conscious thing, but like yeah. his um, his speech started to change and he wasn't yeah. as foul mouth anymore. So well, I don't I'm, know, trying that'll... Be, I'm trying to be on my best behavior because I <laughs> we all know I can spell the way to No, no worries. No worries. No worries. Well, so um, I was also wondering. You have a background in legalese. A, a law background. I'm not sure what the proper term where that would be. Yeah, I do, so, yeah. what made you switch to now opening your own clinic, <laughs> and then on top of that, being holistic? 
because mm-hmm. all those have their own sets of challenges, right? So yeah. how what was your path like? What made you do that change? Yeah, so I, I originally started out as a clinical nutritionist. So I mm. that's what my degree is in orig- originally. Okay. Um, and I sort of went the pre-med route and, and uh, mm. did clinical nutrition. And, yeah. you know, eons ago, it wasn't mm. as popular as it is now. Um, you know, 20 years ago, people, you know, you said organic and people were like, what? <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. So, uh, you know, just as, you know, a young person coming out of mm-hmm. school and, you know, it was a little bit of a, of a challenge to sort of make a living and a career out of it. Yeah. And I thought, well, the only thing other, the only other thing that I enjoy doing other than, you know, health and medicine and nutrition and that was, was law. So hmm. I thought, well, I'll go down that route for a little bit and see where that takes me. So I took the law program and I worked uh, for about a decade, just over a decade mm-hmm. uh, in the field. And um, uh, if you are really super passionate about it, go do it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I probably wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm finding out like there's other people I've talked about that have law degrees or have been in the law field. And they say similar, similar to what you're saying now is that if you love it, good, go for it. But if you don't like it, it's probably something you don't want to go into. But yeah, and it definitely it definitely matters where you work with who you work with. Um, of course, yeah, yeah, that's that's a big part of it too, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, but the interesting thing for me was it was really sort of seeing how broken the mm. system was, and and how for a lot of the people that I worked with in that environment which is tended to be a very toxic environment unfortunately mm-hmm. um, was how accustomed they were mm-hmm. to the brokenness mm. um, and there weren't real changes being made it was just mm-hmm. sort of a continuing the the challenges and there wasn't real progress being made there wasn't any changes being made it was just sort of like well I guess we're just going to accept things the way they are. And that, know. that's that's interesting to hear you say that because um, you um, your law experience and your law background was in Canada, correct? Uh, yes, it was. Yeah. Okay, so like in the U.S., I hear that all the time, just because of the people I associate with and yeah. the articles I read and stuff like that. But to hear that in other countries as well, for you to say that the system is broken, mm-hmm. that to me speaks volumes about multiple things yeah i there was a documentary and i'm sure we've all seen it um not too long ago which is the um oh name escapes me now the one that was out on netflix the really popular one with the the boys that were wrongly accused oh yeah um the uh, it's not called central park five because now they like to be referred as exonerated five um that um ava duval uh, yeah. but yes, the name of the documentary escapes me. You'll find it if you go on Netflix. But yeah. um, they did an interview uh, with the full cast, and Joshua Jackson, uh, he was asked in, about what he thinks is, you know, what he thinks about the justice system, and his response was, "Well, I know that that's not the right name for it." Um, oh, and, I, and like I, that. and I would have to. I think I would have to, in most cases, uh, you mm-hmm. know really that resonated with me um just Mm -hmm. in terms of you know what i saw and i think that i think there there is i have a little bit more of a a tough love approach when it comes to 
to law and services and yeah. things like that. Um, mm-hmm. and, I, and I feel that sometimes we can get into a habit of it just accepting the broken system. Mm-hmm. And, and what happens, unfortunately, is that we tend to coddle people within mm-hmm. this broken system and not really uh, motivate change, uh, encourage change, invite change. Uh, and, it, it, and, and that's where we sort of, as a people, we say, stay stuck, you know? Well, I, um, yeah, like I, I, I find that with, well, yes, exactly. I found that with people. Um, it seems like anytime people get complacent in their lives or they yeah. just, or they feel like they're just used to the motions, there's, there is no change. That's, I think that's just human nature. Unless you're actively trying to change, face your fears, you get in this rut. Or does, does that make sense? Or do you yeah, agree with absolutely. that? Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I think without, you know, we've all had times in our lives where we thought we couldn't do something. And mm-hmm. whether it be someone else giving us a little bit of a, a tough talk mm-hmm. or a little bit of a push forward or, right. or you know, our, our own self saying, you know, I just, I have no choice. I've got to do this. And right. then at the end of the road, we accomplish it. And we look back and we think, mm-hmm. You know, we really, I really can do this. We really can do this. I, I think when we get into a habit of, as you say, complacency and, and coddling people into this broken system, we, we really, we really do an injustice to ourselves because we don't push ourselves to see how far we can go and how much we can do and how, how we can improve ourselves and our lives and the lives of those around us. Because, you know, we all know that if we're in a good place, mm-hmm the majority of the time the people around us are going to be in a good place and and that's not for everybody there are you know a few people that you can't take along with you along the way on your journey there are just some toxic people and you right. gotta you gotta mm-hmm. bite the bullet and decide if, <laughs> right. if you want if you want them in your life or not but i think i think the majority of people are mm-hmm. good and want mm-hmm. good things and want to do the, the right thing um but i think we need to we need to stop sort of as you say, staying this complacent place and mm-hmm. just, um, you know, getting comfortable in a broken system. No, I, I agree with everything you just said. And I want to reiterate the comment just now about how sometimes when you start doing better for yourself, your circle is inevitably going to change because some people, they'll grow with you. And then there's other people who, unfortunately, they want to stay where they are. Mm-hmm. So let me ask, is there any experiences you've had, have you experienced that in your life? I know um, talking to you offline, you are a very accomplished lady. And so I'm sure there are people along the way that probably haven't stayed for multiple different reasons. Yeah, and I just, just to go back to your initial question too of how I combined the the legal with the the nutrition piece. I just I want to make sure that I answered that for you too. Um, is just because when I did recognize, you know, sort of that broken system, and I wanted to combine the two, you know, with 
the support services and the holistic vision of nutrition and, and that and the mindfulness piece because I didn't feel like there was a, enough of that around um, people that were being had you know were dealing with challenges and mental health and um, a lot of the times people just wanted you know a safe space to talk and to to express themselves and get things out and and not necessarily within the confines of you know uh, a, a traditional clinic atmosphere where they might yeah. have felt judged or, um, you know, unsupported. So that yeah. was a combination of, that was sort of the vision of, of what I had for, for mindful health. Okay. Um, so getting to your, your next question. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And I think it's fair to say that the majority of us have at one time in our life had an experience where we thought, you know what, I just, it's not that I, you know, hate this person or have a grudge against this person, but they're just not somebody that can come along with me on my journey. And mm -hmm. that is okay. Not everybody is supposed to go where you're going. Mm -hmm. um, not everybody understands that. Not everybody supports that. And that's, right. that's okay because mm -hmm. your life is your life and you have to be happy. Um, and, and, and not everybody gets to be there. And some people come into your life for a reason, a season or a time. Um, and mm -hmm. it's to teach us something or to support us for a minute and a half or to make us laugh or to, you know, show us what we don't want, you know? Mm -hmm. So all of those yeah. are little life lessons along the way. So, uh, I think for me, it's important mm -hmm. to, and I know I'm, I, I'm much better at this, at this stage of my life than I was when I was younger, um, mm -hmm. at recognizing sort of, um, what I call the energy vampires. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. <laughs> the people who kind of just leech all the energy and all the, you know, mm -hmm. all the stuff right out of your system. <laughs> yeah. Or, the, you know, yeah. the, the people who sort of, you know, just tag along for your own success and, you know, mm -hmm. um, and sometimes you get, you know, you get some people that are, that are, you know, narcissistic or toxic or jealous in your life. Mm -hmm. And I think we've all met up a person or two that's like that and sometimes through no fault of their own sometimes they don't know they're like that they don't know they're that way but um i right. i'm a really big proponent of, of 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 avoiding toxic people and toxic environments whenever and wherever possible um, so if you don't if you're if you're on my sorry to interrupt um if you don't mind me asking how do you go about avoiding those people like how do you recognize because i know for my me personally it took me a while to start realizing when people were taking my energy. So how do you go about avoiding these people? Absolutely. So I think it probably breaks down for me into two categories. Um, mm -hmm. People who are extremely toxic, who mm -hmm. most of the time know what they're doing, mm -hmm. um, and who fit into that sort of narcissistic sort of category. Mm -hmm. yeah. And people that you just, without a shadow of a doubt, are not good for you and your mental health mm -hmm. and not good for your life and you have to get them out. And a lot of the times this tends to be more correlated to relationships, mm -hmm. um, but sometimes it could be a friend, you know, um, or sometimes it can even be you know, a coworker or, um, you know, somebody you work with. But mm -hmm. uh, I think in, in extreme toxic situations, I think the best, the best way to go is no contact. Oh, I'm a big supporter yeah. of no contact. Mm -hmm. uh, or if you're talking about relationships, like being in a relationship with someone who's narcissistic and you've got mm -hmm. children, then that's a different situation. That may be a topic for mm -hmm. another show as well. But um, you would sort of explore going low contact. 
But mm -hmm. if you have no common threads um, between you and it's sort of a, an acquaintance or a friend or a coworker or what have you, um, no contact, absolutely no contact is the way to go. So that no contact means not just, you know, you not talking to them, and they not talking to you, but that means don't no looking at their social media, no right. sex, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no sex for the ex, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no, nothing like that. Like so you block them on everything. Uh -huh. so no contact is no contact. Mm -hmm. um, now, if we're looking at the other side of that, um, mm -hmm. where you know we may have people that you know they're they're okay people, or they may even be good people, but they just don't. Mm -hmm do the right things sometimes, or they're just not, you know, mm -hmm. they tend to, as you say, be, uh, you know, energy leechers and energy right. vampires. And, um, you know, not everybody is meant to be on your journey with you. And that's mm -hmm. okay. Um, and if you finding that you're coming across those people that just sort of hinder you, or conflict with your your life and your life goals more so than support you and want to see your success. I I have a little bit of a softer approach towards that, yeah. and I and I, okay. and I would generally sort of say, you know what, I really really enjoy you as a person, and I really respect um, the things that you're doing, and I just feel that you know I might be going in a little bit of a different direction, and mm. so. I, I'm not gonna sort of. I, I'm not. I'm, I might not call you as often or message you as often, mm -hmm. and I don't want you to take offense to that. And I, and if you do, I apologize. But I kind of need to go my own way, and I hope that you respect and understand that. Wow, and, you're way you're way better than me. Way better than me. <laughs> well, <laughs> you, have set a, you have to set a boundary, and the the thing with right. setting a boundary, the thing with setting a boundary is. Mm -hmm. If they if they really res if people don't respect your boundaries then they don't respect mm -hmm. you, a hundred percent yeah. And if they don't respect you, then you know what category they're in. Yes, agreed. So yeah. if, if you sort of set a boundary and someone freaks out and has mm -hmm. a you know throws a fit, especially and I find this a very telling. This is a very. Uh, this is a good confirmation for me in decisions that I make. If mm -hmm. I if I set a boundary and someone throws a fit, especially as an adult, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Um, that's a good mm -hmm. indication to me that there was a reason why I felt the way I felt, and there was a reason for the boundary. Um, mm -hmm. Because some people don't know that they are being negative. Mm -hmm. yeah. it's just a habit it's just a pattern for them right. and if they are a really good friend you can you can reach out to them and say hey listen you know what I love you but mm -hmm. you're really freaking negative mm -hmm. and, I, and I really would love to help to support you to change that because there's a mm -hmm. lot of good stuff around you and, and I don't want you to miss out on that right um, case in point I, I, um, one, my, one of my best friends he is like a brother to me and more often than not we call each other's brothers and I have always been a very positive, uh, I got to choose my words carefully. <laughs> so um, kind of like ambitious person. Like I kind of yeah. always knew where I wanted to be. Mm -hmm. He is a very nice, loving guy who, if my understanding is correct, has only wanted just a job, right? That's right. like him. he wants a job, take care of his family, and that's it. Like he doesn't want, like, because that's him. And that's yeah. great. That's perfect because that's what he wants. And I know yeah. what I want. Mm -hmm. And we can't hang around each other all the time. 
but we both understand that okay, Jay is going and he's doing all this business C type stuff, and my my boy, my brother, he's off doing his work stuff. So we have a mutual understanding that we have boundaries that we can only do so much, so we can't see each other all the time. And to your point, if when me and him had had a conversation years ago, if I had acted a certain way or if he had acted a certain way, I think we both would have understood, okay, you don't respect me and or my boundaries. So we're probably definitely going to have to sever this. But because yeah. we both understand, I think our friendship has gotten better over the years, even though we don't get to see each other as much as we probably would like, if that yeah. makes sense. Absolutely. And the thing, the thing about boundaries is that they're really healthy. Boundaries are yeah. really healthy. Um, and, and, and setting a boundary doesn't have to be, you know, drastic. It yeah. could be something as simple as, you know, like, I'm, I'm only going to call you once a week mm-hmm. or, or, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to do this portion of, of this activity and this chore, maybe with mm-hmm. your kids. You know, right. setting boundaries with kids, um, mm-hmm. and then you'll you'll do that other piece, right? So mm-hmm. boundaries don't have to always. People think sometimes people hear boundaries, they think, ooh, like <laughs> the wall up, right? The wall up. Right. Really, mm-hmm. boundaries is is just respecting your own space so that right. people can respect you as well, and vice versa. That goes for you too. So if other people, mm-hmm. you know, if someone sets a boundary with me, and I and they say, you know what? I'm not going to do this anymore, or I I, mm-hmm. I don't like the way you're speaking to me right now. Mm-hmm. Then you know I have to like change that and think like, mm-hmm. okay, what's what's the ROI of this relationship? Mm-hmm. Like, what's the value of this friendship? What's the what's the return on investment of this mm-hmm. interaction with this person? Mm-hmm. Um, is it worth it to me? Like, is it do this? Does this person enrich my life? Or do they take away from my life? Mm-hmm. And right. if the person is worth it to you, whether it be a relationship or a friend or a family member, um, and and you you can you can go no contact with family members, and that might mm-hmm. be another show, but <laughs> but you, you can do that too. But your family doesn't mean you have to be subjected to their. Oh, any anyone that has been in my life long enough, my personal life, they already know there are not many family members that I talk to. Like there, there's a reason. Cause like you said, like I set up those boundaries, I set up those parameters. Cause yeah. my every time I have experienced them, it has been something toxic or not beneficial for me and my family. So they get that kind of wall. Like I see them once a year or every other year or something like that. But for the most part, yes, there are boundaries. And I'm glad you brought up family because even for my children, mm-hmm. I set boundaries up for them because I work from home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my children know, okay, daddy's in his office. I can't bother daddy unless it's an emergency. I have to wait till he comes out because they had to learn boundaries. And my spouse and friends, they all kind of, you have to set up boundaries and parameters. Yeah. Everywhere. And it's, it's about, it's about respect. And I think, you know, especially kids, kids yeah. really thrive on, uh, kids really mm-hmm. thrive on rules and boundaries. They really do as much as they would yeah. lead us to believe that they don't like them. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. They they really do. That's how they learn. That's how they 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 learn structure and how they they gain right. a, a sense of mm-hmm. self worth too. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Because when you teach a boundary, they learn a boundary, and that allows them mm-hmm. to develop their own boundaries and what's acceptable to them as an individual. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's a really important tool for parents to teach their children. Mm-hmm. No, I, I I agree completely, and I could talk to you. All day, Jenny, but let me go ahead and switch to 
what has become my part, my favorite part of the show. Okay. It is bite the bullet time. If you've tuned into the show, you already know what's going on. If this is your first time, these are a set of questions that I have curated. Jenny has not seen these questions. So I'm sure the anxiety level is rising right about now. But Jenny, are you ready to bite the bullet? Okay. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> nice, nice. <clears throat> so here we go. If in 150 years science fails to save us and all that is left is a book about your life, what would the title be and what would the back say? The title would be My Life Want to Trade. <laughs> No. <laughs> the back would say, trust me, it could be worse. <laughs> I love that. I love that. That's funny. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> who are the three people who have been the most influential to you? Oh, oh gosh. Three people. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Well, I have to make the one of them a combo deal. My my grandparents, my nan and papa. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Make that a combo deal. Okay. Um, I would be I would be absolutely nowhere without them. Mm. Uh, their influence on my life. Um, and th- three. What did you say? Who, who was the impact on my life? Impact influence. Influence, influence. Roughly about the same. Yeah. Influence. Um, oh my gosh. This is a this is a tough one because like so many people <laughs> and, I, and I and I have to only pick three. Don't don't only three. If I don't pick, don't write me. Okay. If I don't pick you, you know that I love you. Don't write me any letters. <laughs> don't don't add Jenny if she didn't pick you. Don't add her. You're included, <laughs> not in the top three. I don't know if that's uh, <laughs> I would say um uh my friend Diane. Um okay. she's been a great positive influence. Mm. Um and um the love of my life. Nice, nice. Okay. I love those. I love those. What motivates you to do what you do? I have such a strong desire to see people live their best life. Hmm. I I get such a high off of people being happy and knowing that they've accomplished something that they've either thought they couldn't do or Mm -hmm. or didn't think was a possibility to accomplish. Um, Mm -hmm. And seeing that sense of joy and pride in their faces, in their eyes, because Mm -hmm. when you do things like that in life, when, when you're happy, the people around you are happy. And when you do something like that and encourage yourself and accomplish a goal, you, you don't know who's watching you. You mm, accomplish yes, yourself. Maybe the mm-hmm. very thing that inspired that kid who just saw you do it or that senior who thought mm. they, 
their life was done because they're retired now and they have nothing left to do. You've maybe just inspired them to open a new business or to connect with a, a social club or to, you know, you don't know, you don't know the, the power of your own um, accomplishments. So that's what inspires me is that if I've, if I've touched one person or made a difference in one person's life and en encouraged them mm -hmm. to do something or, or have brought some sort of joy into their life, like that's for me, that's, game changer like done that's it for me okay i like it i like it all right what are the best resources that have helped you along the way mm. a lot of medical texts <laughs> now that could be people that could be things websites i don't know but yeah what okay. resources so yeah i mean i am a voracious reader uh, I encourage everyone to read. It's been such a valuable tool for me uh, for many, many years. So I would say books. Um, I can't pick, you know, my, I've got some favorites, but I can't, you know, there's so many. I mean, off the top of my head, a really great one is The Alchemist. If no one's read The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho, that's one that I have read mm -hmm. a few times at difficult times in my life. And I always have seen a message in that book. It's a really, really good book. Uh, it's an easy read, but that, that one stands out for me. Um, there's a lot of medical books and medical texts that I've read that are really great, mm -hmm. um, which have you know helped me along the way. Um, you gotta get positivity in your ears. You gotta get positivity in your ears. So YouTube, mm. um, you know, audio books, um, you know, Spotify podcasts. So I, I listen to, and this tends to be a little bit of my approach in therapy, but um, I listen to a lot of Gary Vee. I listen to a lot of Tony Robbins. Um, you know, I had the opportunity to meet, mm -hmm. meet him a couple of times and he's a wonderful man. Um, so you got to get positivity in there because there's so much going on in the world that you got to, you got to drown out the negative and get some positivity. Uh -huh. in your life. And then the other thing I would say is, just having great people around you, people who love you and support you and see your vision and, and mm -hmm. want good things for you. Cause um, you know, it's, it's, it's great to have nice people in your circle, but um, you know, mm -hmm. you want people around you who, um, who you would, who would do the same thing that you would do for them. So, you know, support them. Um, who want good things for you. So that's really, that's really, a, it may not seem like an obvious resource, but to me, that's a resource because if you don't have good people around you, you don't surround yourself with mm -hmm. good people. Um, it's, it, it definitely makes the journey harder <laughs> for sure. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree completely. Um, surrounding yourself with positivity and good things going in to help combat that negative mindset. Hey, I'm back. <laughs> Sorry, kids, we had a commercial hey, break. Back. <laughs> I don't know, like it just broke okay. off for a second. Um, but yes, I, I agree with you completely. Having listening, watching positive material to help combat those negative thoughts that we just naturally have yeah. as people 
And then also having positive people around us yeah. for the, exactly the same reason. I, I agree with that completely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. What is one common myth about your profession that you want to debunk? Mm. Um, I I would say probably that we're we're tree huggers if we're talking about a holistic point of view. Probably that heard that a few times. You tree huggers and don't don't believe in science. And I'd say that's quite the antithesis of what right. <laughs> my profession is based on. <laughs> Um, I, I'm, like, I'm fortunate to have both sides um, of educational background. Uh -huh. uh, I, I do draw on both sides to support support what I do and what I'm able to offer people. But yeah, yeah that's probably one myth that we don't mm -hmm. don't believe in science and we're a bunch of tree huggers. And that's, uh, <laughs> yeah. No, trust me, everyone. Um, Jenny is well-versed and highly knowledgeable. She shares a lot of times the books or me, the stack of books <laughs> that she reads from time to time. So trust me, she is definitely well-versed there. <laughs> um, what advice would you give someone wanting to pursue a career similar to yours? Uh, well, number one, go for it. Anything you want to do, just go for it. Yeah. Fly by the seat mm -hmm. of your pants, see what works, see what doesn't. Um, mm -hmm. In terms of uh, personal development, uh, you mm -hmm. know, do your research. Do your research. Get a lot of read. Get the positivity in your ear. See what makes a mm -hmm. difference in your life. If it if it's something that makes a difference in your life, you're going to be passionate about it, and that's what you're going to be able to share with people. When you have that personal connection with people, that's mm -hmm. going to make a difference for people. So read good books. Read you know go to have listen to podcasts. Get that positivity in your life. Um, mm -hmm. Learn your, learn about yourself. Learn about yourself. Self mastery mm -hmm. and personal growth is such a fabulous tool to have in your life arsenal um, that not only allows you to uh, really develop yourself as a human being, but um, gain a sense of, of control in terms of, you know, being able to respond and not react um, to life and to challenges and to things that may come up and stressors. Uh, and that's really important because when you come from a place of calm, you come from a place of control. Um, and that's, you know, we're not talking about controlling people, but we're talking about controlling, you know, our sort of our emotions and our, the way we, we process our thoughts and, you know, cause it's quite easy for us to assume things or think things that aren't really there or mm -hmm. you know, maybe make a situation into something that, that it's not. So it's self mastery and, and, and self development is a really great tool to learn how to respond and not react. Um, from a business perspective, um, some really great tools that you want to have would be um, you got to get a website, you got to get yourself out there, uh, you got to do some promotion, so you got to get on social media. Um, everyone knows how fabulous I am with social media. Awesome, <laughs> you're awesome at social media. I don't even, I have no idea how to use Facebook, but I had to, I had to call in the big guns, had to call in Sophie the big guns and get, uh -huh. <laughs> get a tutorial on, on Facebook. Um, but uh, yeah, and oh, I got to ask you about LinkedIn, or not LinkedIn, um, 
the what's the thing that the link tree i gotta ask you about that later. oh yes link tree, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but social media i mean TikTok and instagram are great i mean mm -hmm. those are really great tools um and you know finding a mentor finding someone that you look up to that has sort of been down the road before you um, and can not make decisions for you, but help to share their experiences so you can judge for yourself if that's something that works for you, but that you always have someone to, you know, sort of exchange ideas with. Um, so those would probably be my top business um, things. You gotta get yourself out there, get some social media, find a mentor, do some some self-development and mm -hmm. personal reflection and research yeah no i i agree with, with all of those um particularly the mentor part uh it is very important for all of us to find some type of coaching or mentor in our lives because mm -hmm. we don't know everything and it's always best to find people who are either in the direction of where we're trying to go or already at our destination of where we want to go absolutely so, absolutely yeah What's one thing you wish you had known when you began your career? Oh, um, are you talking about the career now or overall? Overall. Over, overall. Mm -hmm. um, patience. Oh. Yeah, yeah patience was, uh, was never a friend of mine. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I wish I had known that whether I was going to be patient or not, things yeah. would still work out the same way. Mm. Um, so there's probably a lot of times in there, especially mm. when we're younger and we want things <laughs> cheap, fast, and dirty. Right. So <laughs> fast and dirty. Yep, definitely. That <laughs> um, we don't stop to think how we actually hinder ourselves in the process. Hmm. and um, how much stress we cause ourselves. And I think um, accepting that time is actually on my side. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as I say, I, I F with patience now. Like, <laughs> <you know? laughs> I, uh, patience, is, patience is my friend. And, uh -huh. um, and since I adopted that attitude, mm -hmm. uh, you know, things – it's amazing to see how things work in your favor. Mm. I, I agree with that. Okay. What makes you feel inspired or like your best self? Ooh, dang. Go ahead and say me. I know. It's me. I know. <laughs> True fact. <laughs> you do, you do, Jay. You do. Oh, sure. No, I really have to say. Um, we have we have a um, aside from business stuff. We have a really great friendship, and I yes. um, your friendship means the world to me. And um, oh, thank you, did I feel the same? We've been there for each other through a few things, ups and yeah. downs, and challenges. And um, uh, I really appreciate you so very much. I can't tell you. Oh, thank you. But in terms of world stuff, uh -huh. that inspires me is 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 people mm. living their best life. That really inspires me, you know, making a difference and, you know, a different, making a difference can be big or small, impactful or homegrown, you know, it just is, yeah, yeah it doesn't, uh, it's, it's, it's not, um, it, it's, it's not the size of the, you know, the goal. It's not mm -hmm. the 
that's the goal that matters. It's do you feel good about what you've done? And that inspires me. I love that. Okay. All right. If you could have a billboard with anything on it, what would it be and why? Oh my gosh. Um, just one thing. Just one thing. Oh gosh. Probably put a big heart on there. Oh, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> why though? Why? Why a big heart? Why? Why a big heart? Um, I just think that probably would encompass a lot of different things: love, respect, appreciation, kindness, motivation, uh, encouragement. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And all of the things that go along with that. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. What What's the most important thing you've or learned so? Oh, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> or what? Or a really big car. Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 what's the most important thing you've learned so far in your life, and why? The most important thing I've learned. Mm -hmm. um, and I have to say, I've known this for a long time. It's not a okay. new word, but it's mm -hmm. something that I live by is that mm. um, everything is going to be okay. Things going to be okay. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, I just, I just believe that. I just believe that everything will happen as it should. Everything will work out as it should and everything will be okay. Um, it's not always easy to... <laughs> Uh, to to keep that at the forefront of your mind, especially when you're going through challenging times. Yeah, of course. But at the end of the day, mm -hmm. uh, remind ourselves that you know what, it's going to be okay. Oh, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, mm -hmm. What is the best tip, in your opinion, for making the world a better place? Oh, we have to stop being offended at every little thing. Mm. <laughs> Oh yeah, speaking speak, speaking of um, so I'm a I'm I'm big on TikTok. I love my TikTok, mm -hmm. and I was on it, and I saw a friend of ours posting about somebody else, mm -hmm. and so to make a long story short, um, two guys, really nice guys. I mean, I don't know them personally, but from their content, they seem like two really nice guys. Mm -hmm. They they always do something for Christmas, like every year. Usually they do their like decorate their beards or something, but every year That's they do something for Christmas. So this year they this they decided to dress up as gingerbread men, full paint and everything, right? Okay. And there are certain people who took offense to that, saying that they were doing blackface. Mm -hmm. Now, granted, everybody is um, allowed their opinion, but I saw I saw the video and I laughed. I I, I found it hilarious because mm -hmm. I saw them being gingerbread men i didn't think anything else of it but there are people who saw and now granted like they're again they are free to have their opinion but i was just like wow <laughs> yeah they're just having fun just being mm -hmm. silly they're not making fun of a culture or a race they're making fun right. of gingerbread men that's what they're doing so yeah. i don't know but to your point I've yet to see a, a a pink purple or green gingerbread man in my life but um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I know this is, it, it is a, it can be a tough, touchy subject. And I, right. um, and I, I often have unpopular opinions. Mm -hmm. 
And right. I am okay with that. Right. Um, and I think we've we've gotten ourselves. Uh, listen, I am the first. If somebody is outright being mm -hmm. discriminated against, right, um, or being abused, or mm -hmm. um, being uh, sort of um, heckled or what have mm -hmm. you for their race, creed, color, sexual orientation, what have you. Right. Uh, I am the first one amongst mm -hmm. probably a lot of us right. to to stand up and and defend and support mm -hmm. that, that right. person, that group or individual. So that aside, um, I think we have, you know, people have used the term snowflake generation. Mm, yeah. Um, we hear that. And, and I think that unfortunately we've we've got the good thing about you know getting into our feelings and and mm -hmm. exploring that um is mm -hmm. that we have recognized that we have recognized faults in the past so we yeah. have recognized faults from the past and realized that you know some things that maybe we did in the past were inappropriate or not the right things mm -hmm. to do and that's right. a good recognition that's always a positive thing but mm -hmm. if anything in life is about a balance and about um a, a realistic approach to things mm -hmm. and anytime you go too far to the extreme of any end of the spectrum that's mm -hmm. where things get sort of out of hand um and i think that we've sort of become a generation of looking for something to be offended at just to be mm -hmm. offended <laughs> I, I can um, agree with that yeah yeah and i think that it's really important that we don't do that and i say that mm -hmm. in the respect that I say that from a medical perspective in terms of like you know dr. Google you know we go on and, we <laughs> and, we right. and all of a sudden 15 minutes uh -huh. later we diagnosed ourselves with 15 different you know mm -hmm. <laughs> things you know it's really important to, to realize that just because we have mm -hmm. a headache and a sore throat we're not dying of back cancer um, <laughs> right. <laughs> right do you know what I mean so it's really uh -huh. You know, we're not a schizophrenic and we don't have like, you know, <laughs> traumatic issues going on. We just are tired. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> you know? mm -hmm. So um, it's important to, to really realize, recognize the reality of the situation and really mm -hmm. think to ourselves, okay, is this really something that really is offensive? And mm -hmm. am I really personally offended because it was a personal attack on me from this individual that I may or may not know. Mm -hmm. uh, did this person set out to hurt me? Mm. Is that a true thought? Mm -hmm. What makes that true? Mm. Or what doesn't make that true? I think we need to explore a little bit more about instead of going to the full end of the extreme where we just mm -hmm. immediately convince ourselves that we're offended about something. Right. I think we think, why are we offended and are we really offended and how is this affecting my day-to-day -day? no I, I i agree completely i th i think Mio and i have had again similar conversations which i live in america and there are plethora of different issues that i easily could jump on board with uh for the simple fact of just maybe me just wanting to be frustrated and offended but there was an issue you and I talked about and you reminded me of that. Like, is, are you upset at this because it actually hurts you and it bothers you? Or is it the fact of, 
are you just upset to be upset? So, and I had to think about that. And trust me, that was hard to hear, but I had to really think about that. So I think you are correct. And this could easily turn into a whole nother podcast going <laughs> 20 million different ways. But I, I agree with you completely. Yeah. If you could turn back time and talk to your 18-year-old self, what would you tell her? Oh, my gosh. <clears throat> my 18-year-old self? Mm-hmm. Yep. I would say, there'd probably be a couple of things I'd say. Okay. I would say... Go for what you want sooner. Mm. Move away from home sooner. Mm. Um, and probably wear a bikini more often. Especially <laughs> for. <laughs> <laughs> I think especially for young women, we judge our bodies so much when we're younger. And I can tell you now, as a woman who's not a day over <clears throat> 29, um, I, <laughs> I mean, I will, I will, I will gladly take that body back. <laughs> I, will, I was not expecting that at all, but you're right. And and honestly, that I don't think that is, that's just a female thing, because I remember when I was younger, when I was in my early twenties or even in my teens. I mean, I knew I wasn't fat, but I didn't think I had the best body, right? So I was very conscious of the things that I would wear, particularly. And mm -hmm. so, if I could tell that kid back then, yo, just wear it. Just just do you. Have fun. You know, because trust me, my body is definitely not how it used to be. So yeah. I, I agree with you 100%. But I was not expecting that. Wow. <laughs> yes. And and yes, just I, I agree. <laughs> so, <laughs> so many other jokes came in my head, but I'll leave those alone. So <laughs> if you could have dinner with any three people, dead or alive, who would it be and why? Gosh, this is always such a hard one. Um, well, I'll have to, again, do the combo. My, my grandparents. Okay. So count that as one. Um, who? Dead or alive. Um, mm -hmm. The Obamas. Oh, okay. Yeah. All we'll right. As one of the um, okay. And probably... Um, but there's so many, so many to choose from, so many wonderful people. I can't even, uh, I, I really wish, you know, off the top of my head, someone around. But um, I would love to have dinner with Bernard Jensen, um, the founder of um, Iridology and um, uh, Bowel Health. <laughs> but he's big in the. Um, <laughs> Big in the nutrition community, and he was seemed like a wonderful man and very, very knowledgeable, and cured a lot of people. Um, and uh, we, he was somebody I studied in depth um, when I was in nutrition school, and um, uh -huh. yeah, and I, I had a, uh, I had a professor that was trained under him directly, and he um, was kind enough to. <clears throat> 
uh, accept me on uh, into a, a mentorship and really trained me as as a doctor. Um, and I think that that made a world of difference in in my career as a nutritionist, a clinical nutritionist, as opposed to um, you know a typical you know food nutritionist. You know, I think I had a little bit of an advantage there. Um, so yeah, so that's somebody I would probably pick. Okay. If I only had, all right. I can dig all. Yeah, that's a uh -huh. tough one. That's a tough one. There's so many. I just, there's so, there's so many. I probably like if I had. Can I pick a few bonus ones? Can I? And this is why it's this is why it's bite the bullet. These are hard questions. These are tough, hard tough hard questions. questions. God. <laughs> so, the the last question of bite the bullet. Yeah. <laughs> Are you ready? Because this is this this this, this is the hardest one. I always save the the hardest one for last. Let me hold on. Mm. Let me pop my collar. Okay. <laughs> Where can our listeners connect with you online? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you can connect uh, uh, through the website, which is www.mindfulhealthicc.com. You can connect with us on Instagram, Mindful Health on Instagram, Mindful Mindful Health ICC or Mindful Health on Instagram, and on TikTok, Mindful Health, um, and soon to have a podcast, Real Talk, uh, with Jenny Ma, and soon to have a YouTube YouTube channel is up. Actually, it's Mindful Health on YouTube. Um, and all of our information is on our website. So all our, our phone numbers and email and connection points are on our website as well, too. So hope that's right. Yeah, I love it. I love it. So Jenny, thank you so much for your time and just coming on here and having this nice, wonderful conversation with me. I appreciate, appreciate you so, so much. And just thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me, Jay, and I'm so proud of you. This is an amazing venture for you, and I, um, I'm, I'm so happy to see you turning a dream into reality. It really makes me, brings me a lot of joy to see you happy. Thank you, my friend. I feel the feelings exactly mutual. I can't wait to see everything that you're coming forward with, because I get, I get the privilege of knowing some things that you guys don't know yet, but it's, <laughs> I, I can't wait. It's, it's going to be awesome. But um, are there any... Any final thoughts or any well wishes you love to give the audience before I officially let you go? I would like to ask you one question, uh, if I might. Oh, no, that's out of the question. <laughs> you see how quickly he turns the tables when it's on him? Mm -hmm. <laughs> wow, clearly my internet said oh, no question. <laughs> so, I said, Question. <laughs> um, I would like to ask you, what's your favorite word? What is my what? What's your favorite word? What is my favorite word? Yeah. Oh. Oh. I have a lot that I always use. Uh, yeah. But I think um, my favorite word actually isn't a word. It's actually okay. an acronym for mm -hmm. something that I I, um, I started friending this lady on TikTok, and she would have this insane laugh 
<laughs> that she she dubbed the, the Scooby Doo laugh. So SDL, I think that's my favorite thing. That, that is my favorite thing. So the Scooby Sometimes someone just gets into this state of laughter and just to the point of where they're almost can't breathe. It's a scoop. <laughs> so that 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 is my favorite thing. That is my favorite thing. My favorite word. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jay, you're one in a million. <laughs> um, to answer your question. Last thing I would say to the audience of parting um, words would probably be my go-to motto, uh, life is for living. <laughs> oh, definitely. Um, so before my internet cuts me off again, you got to love here. We tried our best of our authenticity. So before my internet cuts me off again, I'm going to officially say, Jenny, thank you again so, so much. And everyone else, this has been Bite the Bullet. We will catch you later. Bye.